0: Welcome to another episode of The Grit. We're so pumped to be here today. I'm Digit Murphy. I'm your host. And today I got an oldie but goodie, one of my old pals, Zoe Hickel. She played for me in China. She's amazing. Again, I'm Digit Murphy. And the reason I know these athletes is because I coached a lot of them. But The Grit is really about what Zoe personifies. She is Hardy. She is from Alaska. She goes hiking. She's a mountain climber. She climbs mountains. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, when she falls, she gets back up because that's what life's about. So let's get right into it. Uh, Zoe Hickel. She's awesome. She's a two-time world champion. She worked with me in China for KRS as a sport ambassador, and she played there for a year. She's a trainer, and she's founder of her new company. It's called ZoPro. Great name. Health and Fitness Company. Uh, and she is a forward also for the Clarkson Cup winning Calgary Inferno. The other thing she did, I'm gonna give a plug for her, she played for my buddy Shannon Miller out at Duluth, and we'll get into that later. So we are
1: so excited to welcome Zoe Hickel. How you doing, Zoe? Hey, ditch. Nice to be back with you again. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was never a dull moment, eh? No.
0: I'll tell you. We had, you know, I think it's going to be a whole nother show that maybe we'll do a China show. Um, But I mean, we've got lots of laughs and lots of things that happened to us and lots of adversity. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll devote a whole uh, show episode of uh, Digit and Zoe in China. How about that? So, so let's just get right into it here about just the way you started playing hockey. Now, you know, I'm cheating a little bit because I know your history. I know your mom, I know your sister, um, but talk to me about, you're from Alaska, talk to me about how the conversation went with your, with your parents, you know, growing up, how'd, just, how'd you get into hockey, Zoe?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I think a lot of girls grew up having like a dad or a brother. And in my case, I had my mom, <laughs> um, who awesome. grew a love for the, for the game, uh, during college, I'd say older, and then, um, what introduced it to me when, when I was a little younger and I actually ski raced first and then got on the ice and fell in love with the game. So I just got to the point where I kind of had to choose between uh, downhill ski racing and hockey. And I couldn't, I couldn't get away from the ice rink and, you know, what you could do with your friends skating outside, like all the fun stuff, the backyard hockey stuff that we get to do in Alaska and uh, in many Northern climates with the sport. So um, yeah, I just, I fell in love with it at, at a young age and And chose that path. And since then, it's been quite the journey, but a fun one.
0: (laughs) I know. I mean, and it must have been so amazing, you know, to have your mom as a role model, uh, um, you know, because like you said, most most people have their dads, you know, and um, I know your mom. She's I I think I should have her as a guest at some point. So she'll be she'll probably want to do it. (laughs) But um, she she was an Olympic ski racer or she had a a pretty good um, track record, right? In skiing.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. My, my mom and dad both were on scholarship to UAA and that's how they ended up in Alaska. Um, wow. So they downhill wow. ski raced for the university of in Alaska Anchorage and then um, yeah. So ski racing and bike and cycling. So geez, geez, you like have these, this, these great genes. No wonder you're on <laughs> team
0: USA. I mean, come on. So, so you've got your mom saying, you know, you got to keep playing like when when you told her about you weren't going to be playing doing ski racing because that was her thing. What'd she say?
1: Yeah, I don't. You know, it wasn't about her anymore. And I think that was uh, what was special about our relationship and um, how she was able to coach me and kind of be involved in that because she let me follow my passions and and she loves hockey too. I think it's it, yeah, it was a good fit and probably a little new and unique to her going into it. But no, it was. I'm so happy with what with the path that what the, that happened and awesome.
0: Last question about Alaska: like, what's like? Are there a lot of teams still? I remember back in the day, uh, Pam Dreyer, she played for me. She was a really good goalie back yeah. there. Do they still have lots of teams? Do boys play with girls? Do you know, just to give our listeners an understanding. You and I know the culture, but what what's it like in Alaska when you play hockey growing up?
1: Yeah, I think it's developing more on the women's side, just like it is all over the states. Um, And uh, we obviously have a smaller number in general in Alaska, so there's a lot less to pull from. But um, some, you know, including my mom, but there's some great coaches who, you know, are, are able to place their teams in good tournaments. And they really recruit from all over the state to make sure they have the have the right teams to compete outside of our state. But like when I was growing up there, we didn't really have that. So. I did grow up playing boys, but I, I played girls too. And um, but you can definitely see that there's a big change of how it is now than how I grew up, but in a good way, it's, it's pretty cool to see and going back to our camps and stuff and seeing, you know, the development and the growth in the, in that game. I think this summer we had about 80 girls at my camp, um, which was, you know, we did four teams of 20. It was, it was a blast. So it's really developing and, and um, everyone's working together and doing a better job of working together throughout the state to make sure that those teams are filled the right way.
0: Perfect. Well, we're definitely coming back to do a great live live episode. I missed the last Alaska trip. I was coaching that U18 team over in, I don't know where the heck I was, Poland. So
1: I'm yeah, ready to come out. We
0: missed it. Did you have have any uh, quick anecdotes about, like, with the boys? Did they ever – did they accept you? Did they embrace you? Did they, you know, tell you to go back and play with the girls? Anything that you can share with our listeners? Because there may be some (laughs) girls out there that are in a similar situation.
1: You know what? There's one thing that stuck with me uh, when I was younger. I had an unbelievable support crew and, like, just a band of brothers. Like, I was such a tomboy and (laughs) such – you know, never wanted to be treated any differently than anyone growing up and and I was the only girl on my team and and I grew up with the same boys. so really they were they were brothers to me. and um I never really had a problem with that. but there were some coaches, and there was one in particular that I was about to get on the ice one day, and he their team was like just getting off and it was kind of like our rival team. And he he looked at me in front of like my peers, in front of my other teammates and goes, don't you think like, are you done playing boys hockey, taking a spot on the ice for another boy or something Something like that? And I was like, and I didn't have to say a word because my teammates absolutely (laughs) lost it. Those are fighting words. I would have been like, are you kidding
0: me? You're so nice though, Zoe. But
1: Oh yeah. It was like, I was a Bantam, you know? So he's like. You still playing boys, huh? Taking a spot on out here, and they're like, "Fucker!" Right, we'll or oh, be, sorry, we'll they're you like, out. you know, whatever. Okay, I could totally. She's like, I know. I player. could totally see
0: the boys like sticking up for you because you probably scored all the goals. I mean, anyone out there that hasn't seen Zoe Hickle skate, she's one of the finest skaters in the game right now. So. uh, you know, I, uh, I laugh at especially, you know, coaches that are supposed to be the, the leaders, you know, of the game and they're talking to a, a young person like that. So, uh, let's just, uh, let's, let's segue on to something else because you know what, we don't want to talk about those negative people. Yeah. We want to talk about the people that empower other role models like you. <laughs> so speaking of which, um, I guess, uh, you headed off to the NCAA after high school. I know, I think you were at Naha for a little while, which is an academy in New York, uh, Vermont. But you uh, went out to Duluth and you played for one of my faves, Shannon Miller. Um, and did I can't remember you won or you didn't win because they won so many tournaments back then. I don't know if that was the up years or the middle years. Not so. You know, what, what was your record out there?
1: No, it, we didn't win. Yeah, no, my four years, we didn't. I committed the year that they won in 2010. And then, yeah, we didn't have, like, the Duluth uh, winningest years that they have. But we still had awesome years. And we battled through some yeah. things with, with different players and goaltending and transfers. and um, But through all that adversity, learned so much and um, wouldn't change a thing for my time at Duluth and being coached under... Under Coach Miller, she's one of the biggest inspirational people I've ever met in my life, and motivators. And I learned so much from her. So very thankful for my time there. Yeah, yeah,
0: she's awesome. And you know, it, it's interesting because we do talk on the grit about adversity, right? So you're going there, and you think you're going to win a national championship, but you know, it's it's those lessons we learn by sometimes not winning. Do you have any uh, any uh, Ways that, you know, whether it was an injury or some adversity in a game, how, you know, maybe you lost in one game, but you came back and, you know, you beat the kingpin or anything like that you can share with our listeners?
1: Um, yeah, I remember, I think, gosh, what was it? it? Was Maybe my senior year that we had, there was a lot of transfers and then we ended up getting a really young group in. And that was the the year after that Minnesota had gone their undefeated season. And we were the first team to beat them. And it was in a shootout, which was like, it didn't matter, you know? Like, the gold medal at the Olympics was won on a shootout.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well,
1: it was a win, and we broke that streak. And I think it gave us so much hope for that year and and to see the potential we had such so early on in the season. And then I think after that, we, we went and won, like, 12 out of our next 13 games going into Christmas break. And that, that's actually when yeah. – our coach got notified that they were terminating their contracts and that, was a that had to be crazy.
0: Right. You know, yeah. and you know, we, we don't want to go crazy yeah. on that. Maybe that's another episode, but yeah. you know, at the yeah. end of the day, you guys, you know, and, and you know, maybe someday we get Shannon on here to talk about that. Cause that's just yeah. insane to me. But you know, at the end of the day, you use that kind of firepower to uh, get back up and go 12, 12 out of the next 13. So, um, yeah well, that's awesome. and then also, while you were there, you were a humanitarian finalist. did you know that? Some of you guys don't <laughs> even know that stuff
1: yes, yeah I was. it was really yeah that another great experience I learned in the spring of my senior year um, yeah, I ended up starting this sharks program <laughs> for what? youth kids I, I would go to a a school and um it was it was part of what I did for my one of my senior projects but it was, uh, it was so rewarding. I went to like a lower income school and I put together little passport deals for each of the classrooms. And then I would draw at the end of the week and they'd win a a prize. And what they'd do is they, you know, check off each day if they got their fruits and vegetables and if they went for a walk or did exercise and, um, I'd collect them all and go to each classroom and then, um, pick a prize at the end of the week and they'd win like a football or, you know, something that wasn't too destructive in the classrooms, but, uh, (laughs) really fun and really rewarding and then at the end of the year i i met up with um with their school and what they did for like a field day type deal where they go around different stations play games and it was like a spring end of the year festivities and uh worked at that
0: well, it was really fun. well you're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to get that thing uh, get going again i want the i want the template we're going to go out, we're going to implement it, and you're going to come over and you're going to execute it over here. What do you think? Like we always say, we're all better Let's together. You were an entrepreneur way back then.
1: <laughs> Let's
0: do it. All right. Well, we got that on the uh, on the docket. So that's another thing to do for Digit Murphy because we don't do enough. There's not enough to do in this world. So, you know, speaking yeah. of what we do in the world, uh, I would like to switch it a little bit up. Um And I want to talk a little bit about the soccer team. Okay. Uh, Megan Rampone. She's a, you know what, uh, you know, I was going to say a bad, you know what, you know, I don't want to, we have kids listening. Uh, She's awesome. And she's gritty and she's tough. Tell me about what you're thinking. And we're going to inspire you with a clip of how she talks about gender equality and, you know, women's soccer. So let's roll a clip so you can get your uh, inspiration here.
1: We need everybody to do it together. We need the federation. We need FIFA. We need all the confederations around the world and the players to be on the same page Mm -hmm. because everybody's input is valuable in moving this conversation forward.
0: Talk a little bit about, you know, what you think about that and how you think that sports can now take it to another level.
1: Yeah. I think what the U S women did um, (laughs) during this world cup was, monumental and in the step towards all of that I think it's such a hot topic and across all sports including hockey you know we're fighting for that equality and they deserve it more than more than any any sport anyone out there and um it's it takes people like her and I, I honestly think it takes strong women to stand up for that and demand that they they deserve what they've worked for and they've earned yeah, I,
0: I couldn't agree more. And, you know, let's, like, transition it right over to what we're trying to do here with our little mini kind of festival, which is the Aurora Games Festival, where you will be playing for me again, and you're the captain of our team. How pumped are we?
1: <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, I am so looking forward to this. Yeah, well,
0: you know, we've got uh, we got about... Uh, A lot of all-star teams make up, made up of athletes. I don't know if you know this. I think you do, but you're just, you're one of the sports, but um, we have over a hundred Olympic world and national championship uh, athletes, and you'll be competing on team Americas and you'll be playing against the global team, which are honestly, some of your teammates, you know, you're going to be playing against uh, Wong and Maddie Wu who played at China. Now they're on the Chinese national team. And you're going to be playing against Van LaHovi, who was also uh, uh, one of your friends at uh, Calgary. So talk a little bit about how excited you are about that or if you are.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That like just saying what you did and just (laughs) saying those names, it just gets me so excited to be there. And um, it's pretty cool what we've been able to do over the years, whether it's through college and through our pro teams in China, like itself has just brought so many different cultures together. And. Also, it shows like the different things that we've gone through together. Like you and I went to China and we focused on not just us as being the best hockey team in the world or, you know, in the league or whatever it is, but like focusing on, you know, China and like having that impact on other people in the world and going through that with your teammates. Just it brings you so much closer and like it gives you just another element of, of that so to be able to come together on this <clears throat> on this stage and playing with and against some of those same people it you just have a bond that you can't really explain to anyone and um, I'm so excited we had Hovi up at our camp in Alaska too and she's just one of the best people I've ever met she's she's so much fun and such a great attitude works the hardest on the ice like yeah it I'm really really looking forward to <clears throat> to those games for those reasons I know. I can't wait to chirp her,
0: you know, yeah. as Coach, I'll be chirping her all day long. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think the other thing that's really cool is, you know, besides for the camaraderie that, you know, we'll be having, you know, because, of course, we want to win. We have to win the the championship. You know, we can't let yeah. them win. But I, I think it's also what do you think it means for those little girls, you know, because it's going to be on television, too. I don't know if you're if you know, but I think ESPN. um I think two is covering us. I'll get the, I'll get more information out out on you guys. I should have, I should know that, but, uh, uh, but what do you think about the little girls?
1: That's what it's about. That's what all of this is about. That's what our PA is about. That's what, you know, everything that's gone on with our leagues and all that, but, you know, putting together our players association and, and really it's for the next generation. Everything that we're putting in now is for that next generation of girls. So the impact we have what, no matter when it is or where it is, but this is a perfect opportunity for us to be able to execute something to have that impact on these young girls. Let's go Let's go backwards a little
0: bit with the, um, the Clarkson Cup, because um, I'm not sure if you had won that before. But uh, <laughs> talk about how special it was last year uh, after we lost in the finals. You know, we had beaten Calgary. Right. We lost in the finals to Markham. Yep. Um, talk a little bit about what it what it was like to, you know, last year you lost, right? And you had the grit to come back and play for Calgary and win it. Talk a little bit about that. So.
1: You know what? I had so many deja vus <laughs> over that final, you know, the playoff weekend because we did go into game three with Toronto in our semifinal round. And I got to look around the room and tell the girls that I played against the year before, like, hey, I've been in this situation against you guys last year. And like, this is how it happens, you know, and to be able to, to find a way to connect with people in the room and with so many amazing players in the room there, there was such an interesting dynamic with like how to come together and for a main reason. And then we ended up um, finishing in three games, but it took us to three games to, um, to go to the final in the Clarkson Cup. And then at Clarkson Cup, same thing. It was like, man, I've been here before. Same locker room, same colored jerseys. It was just all like way too familiar. And I'm like, no, no way is this ending the way it
0: did last year. But you did get it done that second time.
1: Yes. So,
0: yeah. Congratulations, you know, and uh, it must have, must, been so pumped when you must have been so pumped when oh actually you were the one that they picked to interview on television. I have a picture of you. <laughs> because you scored a couple goals, didn't you young lady? You mm-hmm. can brag now.
1: I did. <laughs> I did yeah. I did everything I could that day to make sure it wasn't a full deja vu. <laughs> I learned my yeah. lesson. <laughs> yeah you did. And you know you, you you dug deep, you
0: know I remember when Leo Liu and uh Barry you know, and Wong and they're just, and Taylor, the deed, we were just looking yeah. down the bench and they were dying and yeah. their tongues are hanging out. And we're like, come on, may wenty no problem. We got this. But uh, yeah. it was, it was quite, uh, quite amazing. So um, I did want to uh, go back to this whole adversity situation. Cause you, you made me think about something. So here you are, you're in the locker room with all these Olympians on team Canada from Calgary. You end up scoring a couple goals, right? But you're not an Olympian, which I think is interesting, right? Because you you played in the World Championships, I think, in 2015 and 16, and then you were one of the final cuts. Which thank God, because you got to play for me in China. I know it wasn't good for you, but it was a it was a plus for me. But you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't don't always make the team. So how'd you deal with that?
1: I think going to China and playing for you and being in that situation, being with Kelly stack, like those were, that was the best possible thing I could have ever done versus just letting that be the end of, you know, my career or heading in a different direction. But I knew how much I loved the game and that, you know, I had the opportunity thanks to you to like go somewhere and have an impact on, on other people in the world. And, and have an influence on the game. And it really brought me outside of myself and it made me love the game again. Like I tell everyone, you and, you know, my experience in China was, had changed the way I feel about hockey to this day. And it made me fall in mm-hmm. love with hockey again. Cause there's so much that happens like when you're in <clears throat> just that every day you know, the everyday of what USA Hockey is. There's so much that you can't control. And um, it just, yeah, going to China, being with you and having that rewarding influence on other people and like people you can't even talk to, but you ha- you share the same language on the ice. So it's just, it's so rewarding and it made me love the game again, even more than I ever thought I could.
0: I, I, I couldn't agree more. Like you're actually almost bringing tears to my eyes. Like just thinking about, what we actually accomplished in a very short time in that locker room and what kind of culture we created with, with people that couldn't even speak English. Right. And, and, you know, our whole thing was, you know, let's just, let's just go out there and let's, nothing's a problem. And, you know, let's just may it's not a problem and, you know, love wins. And, you know, we just kept pushing the Chinese to, to love the game as much as we did. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty special. And, um, I, you know, I want to thank you again for, for being on that journey, because again, you know, I know we're talking about gritty, but I'll tell you that journey was very gritty. You know, some of the things culturally that we experienced, um, again, we can do a whole show, so I'll have you back. Um, but again, thank you for that. Um, so let's, uh, Let's get to just a couple more and then I'll, I'll let you go. I want to wrap up, but I, I really want to talk about, you know, your entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, you are, you know, I, you know, I, I remember even when you were in college, you know, I always had a certain energy with you. you. know, I don't know, maybe cause I'm an entrepreneur at heart, but talk a little bit about your new business Zopro, you know, it's health and fitness. You talked about, uh, Duluth and how you kind of had
1: the bug so talk about how it works yeah I (laughs) to be honest I think it was um, a product of what I grew up around but um, and then going to China and having that experience there and it really that's when I started Zopro was at the end of my year in China because I've always done some strength and conditioning and like personal training um, as a side job, as you know, as, as female athletes, we still need to find a way to stay relevant. And, and, uh, this was a way for me to continue to learn as an athlete while I was still in the game and, and give back. And so I just have such a passion for it, um, that grew even more once I was out of college, even though I was a communications major, I did internships with Mike Boyle and lived with him and, and just found a love with this industry. And, Um, With traveling so much now, everything, there's so much that's online and people use their apps for, you know, you can name it. But um, I was able to get with the software that's uh, now I can do all my workouts through my apps and I can (laughs) have personal clients and teams and group, you know, people like, right. I just uh, got together a group um, at home with my, with the Alaska All-Stars and I have them in a group. So their whole team's on there there's a leadership board, there's discussion board, there's activities. So everyone logs their workouts. And no matter if they're from Anchorage or Fairbanks or Kenai or wherever they are from the state over the summer months, they can log in their workouts and there. They have that sense of team and accountability within each other. And so there's, there's so many things that I've, that I fell in love with just because I can't be everywhere at once. And um to be able to have this now uh, all online is pretty cool so um <clears throat> i'm i have more time now that i'm able to get more on there and definitely want to be able to promote it a little bit more but i'll be in sweden next year so but now i can do it from there as well so it's zopro it's zopro zone is my instagram um okay so they get
0: on Insta, follow Zopro Zone. Is that how you do it? Can you want to yeah. give a plug for it right now so our listeners can hear how to sign up?
1: Yeah, if you follow um, at Zopro Zone on Instagram um, or zopro.org is my website. And through there, you can contact me or uh, the Zopro app is also something you can get. And uh, through there, you can sign up for different programs. There's, I have an athlete program now that's uh, eight weeks long uh, summer athlete program and it's functional training four times a week. Uh, kind of like what you would do in a gym, but you have it all. There's videos for each exercise. You can print it out if that's what you like to, but, um, everything you are able to do through the app, it's super efficient. Um, really, really easy to do. You can have it right on your phone or, um, yeah. And then I, I just do a different and inspirational post and informative post on my Instagram too. But I do that, and then I have like a 30-day challenge too that you can also um, purchase for just 30 for, for just 30 dollars. It's a 30 for 30, 30 days. Can you be it for like old people? Can old people do it? You know, I am working on a low-impact 30 for 30 for older <laughs> people. It's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. I, ex- I think you should experiment on your old coach because if think- I can do it, anyone can do it. All right, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna sign you right up. You're gonna be one of my personals. All right. yeah Yeah. you can use me as a testimonial if you can get me to
0: do it yeah um okay awesome so i think uh i think we're gonna get wrap this up i i really would like to have you back if it's okay to do like a china episode because uh i just think that's in and of itself gonna be something
1: pretty cool holy story time yeah all
0: right um so uh I just want to say one more thing about the Aurora games that Zoe will be playing in as our captain of team North America. Uh, tickets are on sale now at auroragamesfestival.com backslash tickets. Enter the promo code hockey at checkout to get 15% off. Again, it's the auroragamesfestival.com backslash tickets. Get some hockey tickets. Come see Zoe and come see me chirping uh, the global team on the bench. It's going to be a blast. Uh, Zoe, again, thank you so much for being on The Grit. Uh, we really appreciate everything you do on behalf of women athletes as a leader, hero, and role model. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, ditch, thank you. And likewise, I can't even uh, yeah go on about what you do for women in sport and and empowerment. So thank you.
0: Well, we're all better together. We know that. All right, that's a wrap. We'll see you next time on The Grit. I'm Digit Murphy for Zoe Hickel. Over and out.